everyone, welcome to the first ever episode of Uncovered, the podcast. I'm so excited to get this off the ground, honestly. Uh, the first episode with my lovely friend Laura Elizabeth Dos Santos joined me to open the show. We had a good laugh, but also wanted to mainly talk about what the power of a voice can do to hopefully make changes in the ways these companies operate and just how many people are affected by them. It was so fun her joining me and I hope you all enjoy. So yeah, here it is. She's actually more co-hosting with me than interviewing her. Like, let's be fair. I wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't uh-huh. for you. <laughs> no, no. But you you, you do. Honestly, I, I don't do much. I just kind of turn up. I don't. Cause <laughs> I, I, no, but honestly, like, think about it. Like, you couldn't do things without other people, like, sharing. And do you know no, what I that's mean? True. Yeah, that's true. I'm so glad you're here, though, with me. I'm so nervous. I'm, I'm excited really but nervous because I want to I want it to do well but I'm nervous at the yeah. same time because I've never done anything like this before I think nerves are good because it shows you really care about it and the fact mm. that you know it's something that you're really passionate about to make yeah. a change you're willing to completely do something you've never done before and that's incredible Oh my gosh. Now you say it right, turn it off. We're not doing it anymore. <laughs> I pointed it out. How are you anyway? You're right. I'm all good. Can I just say as well, like I've done loads of these, but it's amazing to like be speaking like to a British voice because yeah. there's not much like real podcasts out there with the British accent and it's just really amazing now that, you know, the Brits are kind of picking it up and we're like, yeah, yeah we're not having this anymore sort of thing. But that's that's what I wanted to talk about today because that's half the reason I would, well, not even half, like the full reason why I want to do it. You know, there's nothing over here. And, and I think I was telling you in the phone call, wasn't I, that I think we're so, in terms of MLMs, we're so behind and it's only yes. going to get worse, like with, um, or, you know, all the US stuff going off in the US and they have, they've got a big anti-MLM presence now. And mm. to the point where they're getting legal, you know, successes and everything else. And I feel like we're still got a long way to go before that. And I feel like it's just yeah. going to get worse. And that's something I don't, I don't want to happen because I want to contribute to that not happening. <laughs> we don't want people yeah. to join these companies. So I think with hard. with um with the United States, I mean, I think it's always been here in the UK that people are like, I think there's always been that crowd of people that are just like, MLMs are so weird, you know, like what on earth? Like they're dodgy. Yeah. But I don't think it's until recent where we've had Brits actually getting on camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like, it's so important because I know myself, like, some people say, oh, the horror stories. But it's like, for me, literally, I just read out horror stories sometimes. And, do you know, they're my best videos because people always say to me, that that resonated so much more with them because it's not like when you're hearing something that you've been through that person doesn't become like a million miles away in your head Mm. you realize like actually this this does happen a lot so I think it's really important that you know more people are willing to put themselves on camera because it's not easy 
completely I'd, I'd hats off to you it's not I, i'd imagine it's not easy i don't think i could do it i think with me it's like i was making videos anyway mm-hmm. but the, the hardest part for me was like i'd gone from promoting this thing for so many years to then coming in and being like yeah this is rubbish and you know and I think a lot of people were really really shocked by that because yeah it's just a flip around and I think for a lot of people it's hard to understand how you can go from like being a part of something and it being such a big part of your life to like speaking out against it so I get it Mm -hmm. but that's also why I felt that it was so important that I spoke about it because I needed, I felt like I needed to go into depth on explaining my thought process on what happened because I know that when I was going through that, it was incredibly lonely. So I guess I just wanted to be like that weird friend that you didn't know, but you felt (laughs) was a friend that was like, it's okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I didn't have that when um, I left. I actually um, was speaking to Miss Sponley a lot, who was like my cheerleader. Mm -hmm. But I felt really lonely because obviously all the unique people were just like, get out, you traitor. So, (laughs) yeah. And these are people you were associated with for like a few years, weren't you? So it's hard. Yeah. When you're in MLM, um, all of your friends are in your company. Yeah you kind of push all your other friends away because they get so sick of it you know mm-hmm. that that's encouraged in the MLM for your entire being to be the MLM like you end up walking around in like unique tracksuits and you know do they have tracksuits yeah I didn't even know that you can get any you can get anything anything I've seen them do yeah. it you know in America I see them with the Monate stuff with the hats and stuff but I never knew them yeah like unique tracksuits that's funny no like you can get anything so like your entire life is unique your entire life wow. your whole your whole being so like one cool thing now uh-huh. is like when I go live now, I yeah. have like all of my friends from like loads of different places, like actually like laughing with me again. Yeah. Like when I was doing Unique, they didn't like they knew what I was doing, but they weren't like really supportive. But they were never horrible to me. But I think that they knew that like she's going to come out of this. And I actually had a lot of like the US actually anti-MLM people said like I never actually put any of your stuff in because I knew you'd come out of it like we saw it in you wow yeah really oh so they'd seen some of your content yeah and not used it well no because um people that have just met me they probably don't know but most people knew me from before like I was quite a big presence in the UK like I had a really big um, business page I was like literally just under 30,000 followers Um, and my live I had two lives that went viral actually Um, so I was like a big presence Um, and yeah some have actually said to me I could see it in you you were going to come out (laughs) that's crazy probably before you even knew you were going to come out yeah 
and I've also because I've always loved makeup always uh-huh. um I've actually I used to do a lot of hairdressing um nowadays I'm very extremely boring as I have five children as you know <laughs> but um <laughs> that is I'm, not boring I... that can't be boring ever <laughs> having well, five I... children can yeah. never be boring surely <laughs> no well now I'm just more of an exhausted pigeon but um <laughs> In my in my old days, um, mm-hmm. I I was extremely hair 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 like you know and very glamorous. Um, so I was you know it, it, I always had a lot of friends that were in industry and stuff. And um, I actually a lot of my makeup artist friends they were saying to me like you're actually amazing. I'm really sorry. I love you, but I just can't support you because the MLM. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, I had a lot of support, but the thing is as well, one of the biggest things I noticed is that if you have a true passion and you've kind of discovered that through your MLM, it's actually your MLM that holds you back because there are so many people that won't work with you because of your MLM. Is that something that's quite, you know, common in the makeup industry? I'm I'm assuming it is because you never... Like never, you know, and and it's big on Insta. I know you're not on Instagram, but a lot of the makeup artists are on Instagram and they write everything they use and none of them are ever MLM products, ever. Yeah. Well, I always um, loved makeup, but I wasn't amazing at applying it. I'm still not amazing, but it was something that I really really wanted to learn. Mm -hmm. Um, I was really keen to learn because I loved it. I just wasn't very... Um, technical in doing it I just kind of did my own thing um you know and I was really lucky because I do have a lot of friends who are actually qualified and they were saying to me like Laura like you can get better makeup for cheap you know use this yeah. do this and then I actually used to get in trouble all the time because um well you know I'm an absolute nut job now I literally I don't have a makeup <laughs> bag I have a makeup chest of drawers um you know that I, I used to get in trouble because on my live videos, I would use other products and I was constantly getting put into compliance. What, like using them alongside your video, your unique yeah. products or instead of unique products? Like some instead of, because the thing is with me, like I think that's how my following grew as well because uh-huh. I was just really honest. Like I remember when the stick foundation came out, yeah. um, I actually did a video and what I used to do is I would never um, open it. I used to literally review it live on my page, like the first time doing it. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, and the stick foundation come out, and that was one of the ones actually I think that went viral. Is um I threw it out the window. I said it's absolute bollocks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I said it's disgusting. I literally it was like putting like fat from an egg pan on my face. Um, <laughs> you know. Well, the thing is, and I'm not being mean. I'm not no. just slating it because you know I've come out now. Like I literally said this when I was in Unique. Um. I'm someone that has acne. So, you know, I think people watched because they were like, oh, well, if it's going to blow me up, like, you know, and it did. Yeah. And people saw, people saw the next time I was live, I was covered in spots. Um, so I, I think that that was part of it when I started coming away. Mm-hmm. There, there were certain things I liked um, that I just won't use now because I don't want to support the model. But... I always liked the mascara, to be fair. I never had it because I never knew anybody who sold it. I never knew anybody (laughs) at the time that it's 
it it was coming out and people online were showing this mascara and I was like oh my god that stuff's amazing Mm. but I never knew anybody who had it so I never got it myself but I always wanted it yeah (laughs) but then I heard it kind of got more rubbish yeah I used to get in trouble because I used to say to people like there are some good products but to me it's like with any product everybody's different like some people the mascara was amazing on others it's not going to be amazing Mm -hmm. I used to get in trouble because I would literally like say to people describe your skin to me and I'll tell you what foundation you need and they're like but you should just sell the foundation and I was like but no I don't want to do that because I'm someone that suffers with my skin and I know Mm -hmm. that this is not and you know it's not even a criticism too unique like it's going to be the same with like all All makeup makeup. yeah if it's something made for oily skin it's not going to suit someone who's got dry Mm -hmm. skin so why would you sell it to them exactly but you were just told sell 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 at whatever cost and I just I just didn't want to do it I I just was breaking away um it was just multiple things for me but the big thing that made me leave well there was two big things one was personal Mm -hmm. which I told you about when I was literally pushing my fifth child out and they were still on at me um yeah yeah and my my fifth one had to be in hospital because he was born early um oh yeah he's totally fine now he's Mm -hmm. like doing amazing now but at the time it was horrific um especially in the middle of lockdown you yeah. know, I was, it was horrific. Um, mm-hmm. And I had like no support because, you know, in the intensive care unit, normally they'd let siblings come up. I could have had my mum. I had nobody because nobody was allowed in. Of course. So you were allowed to stay over with him. Yeah. And then nobody I could call him. Oh, no. I, I went live the day after I gave birth. Why? <laughs> that that is how dedicated I was and I was so lucky because my followers are amazing and I had nobody and I was lonely and I just yeah. wanted someone you you it, being in MLM is a lonely place uh-huh it and really you push is. out I, anybody who isn't in an MLM yeah because people do. get sick of hearing you talk about MLMs yeah, yeah. and then the second reason was when I realized because I was getting good money but the second thing for me was when I realized that my because obviously the only way that you get amazing money in MLM is through having a large team you cannot Mm -hmm. do it on your own sales um when I realized that my monthly commission was actually coming from my team's personal order sale not that they were getting loads of customers do you get what I mean? So yeah. all of my team pay was through them putting personal orders through. And that is what I truly believe now that Unique is just aimed to just get loads of presenters in to buy their own product. I don't think they're even at the point now where they're even trying to sell to customer. I think that's just literally what they do is just get loads of personal users to just sell like they'll buy their own. How So you have your downline of your little fan club. Yeah, you uh, convincing them to buy the product and tell them to sell it. Where yeah. in fact, it doesn't matter whether they sell it or not to you. No, it's because just they buy their they're own product. It. Wow. Yeah, and that's I don't why they want do to... new releases. Yeah, 
and they hype them up so much as well I mean I wasn't in like obviously when I was I did new skin but only for like four months properly and I guess I just never really closed the account but like during that time there was two big big (laughs) with the big um launches of products and it Mm. was and it was insane like it, it was like trying to book Beyonce tickets. Like you had to yeah. be online. Like, oh my god, you need to be online for nine o'clock because it's coming out then. And like, I'm yeah. like, what? All of this to get the product for your staff? Me- like, technically, I'm, I, you know, like, I'm not mm. your staff member because I'm independent. I get that, but we are the ones promoting it for others to buy. But I'm the one having to stand in a queue to get mm. that to promote it. I found that really annoying. To be fair, yeah, I am. Um... I well also this is like notice how they only ever buy enough to cover the presenters I was actually really lucky because I did used to sell a lot of product Uh um when the spray foundation came back out I had a pre-order of like a thousand pound and yeah I was really lucky I did used to sell a lot of product and um I remember that it came back out and I couldn't get it. And I'd literally queued for an hour. I couldn't get it. And I had to literally send all these people their money back. Because wow. they don't, yeah, they don't order for, they don't like that. Unique to me um, is literally at the point now where they don't even consider ordering for customers because they know that the customers are the presenters. They literally order enough for the presenters. And this uh-huh. is why I believe things always go out of stock because once the presenters have bought it, that's what the numbers have been accounted for. So there's never anything left. Of course. Mm. Wow, so, <laughs> it's a bit yeah. speechless. What do you think? It just yeah. makes, and it, it that's what you need to educate everybody else on. There's a need for it. There is a need. Massive. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to go into massive detail about um, your time in the uniques. I'd rather people go and watch your videos. Um, but people will obviously be watching and coming from knowing you're going to be on here. But I went back and watched your first ever video this morning. And I can't believe one, that it was five months ago. Mm. And two, how much you've kind of, I just think five months is crazy. Like that's gone so fast since you like, like I was, mm. I can't even remember how I came across you to be fair, but it was around the time that you were started. Cause I've spoke to you ever since, haven't I really? I've always yeah. kind of spoke to you um, about your content, but you're so much more, uh, I don't want to really say confident because you were confident then, but you were nervous as well in that video and you said you were nervous. But... That's why I'm cringing now. I hate that video. Do you? Mm. Right. I, I leave it up because it's it's one that really so many people say to me they've left because of that video. Yeah. So I leave it there because I think it has a really big purpose. But I hate watching it because I just don't watch it (laughs) (laughs) even then I was still a bit brainwashed and I actually remember feeling guilty for doing that video I felt like I'd betrayed yeah and I think you were at the time as well when you started you were you know you couldn't speak about certain things could you you had to wait about wait but um yeah you can tell that you're more confident now with 
your story not not only your story in an MLM because you were quite you you were successful and it like my four months in new mm. skin where I made no money and I was useless at it and air quotes failed the business you know it's completely different to how you you were you were successful in unique and if you'd have mm. carried on you'd still be well you'd be higher wouldn't you you know it's a completely yeah. different journey to what I've been on so yeah for you to own that as well I I think as well um with me I was earning good money but I was never really kind of like I was at leadership level but I was never like that black status leader material mm-hmm. um because in order to get progress over green which is the top three percent you need to really be forceful and I just wasn't like that with my team like I really wanted them to have success but I just Mm -hmm. in order for me to have progressed I needed to produce someone that was me for your darling yeah the only way you can, because I always used to do like, I did orange volume a lot. Um, What's that? What's orange volume? 20,000 altogether. Um, wow. But in the second part of orange status is you have to have a green status. And in order to hit green status, it is hard. You've got to have a large team. And I just don't feel that I was that psychotic, crazy pusher that would like push people to the brink of insanity I think a lot of people who go into these companies aren't like that though yeah that's one one thing I'm grateful for there was a point actually in my journey Uh um I hit green status quite early bearing in mind I did it in 2017 so unique was already in decline now it's pretty much dead as a dodo but um 2017 it was already going into decline so I hit the leadership level in a year and um, there was a point when I'd just done it where I actually saw myself getting more aggressive and I didn't like that Mm, because I yeah yeah. I I didn't like it it's hard isn't it because you you were Mm. you're wanting to get to the next level because you're putting in all the work but in order to do that you have to force people and that's why you see so much customer funneling like what I spoke about in my first video Uh is because you know you have to unless you come in in the beginning without doing some dodgy dealings or being extremely aggressive with your team it's just not going to happen within unique um probably the same as other companies um I'm only saying unique, obviously, because I know the compensation plan in and out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, now that's why nowadays, like hardly anybody who is black status is hitting black status, you know, and like so many of them hit it, never hit it again. So they never receive that pay because a lot of people don't realize you have to hit every single month to be paid it. Oh, so they only, <clears throat> where's my voice? They only, um, hmm. they only get to that level and then can't retain it you mean you can't stay at that level yeah they can't they can't keep that level because in order to hit black status as well you need four green status the greens can't maintain they can't promote to orange because they can't create another them 
gosh. It's, it's insane. And yeah, I think my biggest problem with Unique is I have never, and I mean, at the time, I hadn't seen many other companies, but my biggest problem with Unique right now, and I'm seeing it more and more and more as my mind is becoming freer, um, you know, and less clouded with the guilt and the toxic positivity is how cult-like it is. And you don't even realise when you're in. You literally, you get like zoomed off and taken into another world of the Purple Palace. It's insane. Purple Palace. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that before. That's funny. Wow. You know, <laughs> that that is what it's like. You're not, <laughs> I don't think people realise when you're no. in like that, you're, not in the same world as others nope not at all it's a it's a different realm and I think that's what when I when I tried it I always say tried it because <clears throat> I never really uh did well at it when I when I gave it a go but like um I never took to that you know I got put straight in these mm. whatsapp groups and everyone's like, oh, hi, hi, welcome. And I was like, that's oh, weird. yeah. <laughs> that's weird straight away. Like, some people need that, don't they? They need that, um, mm. like, friendship out of people. And I'm not like that. I'm really quite reclusive. So, I'm a bit, so me going in oh. these groups, I was like, that is weird behavior. Ended up muting them straight away. Like, I was there if I needed to read something, and mm. they were all sending files of, or whatever, or your stock photos. Oh, use this, use this photo for this post and whatever. But I couldn't, I couldn't grasp the whole cult-like behavior. <laughs> that that's a big part. What you've just said as well. Of you know when people say, "Oh, you don't have to buy stock." Like on paper, maybe that's fine. Yeah, agreed. On paper, there is nothing mm-hmm. where unique put in writing you must buy stock and this is with all mlms i -hmm. have never seen an mlm that literally says actually valentus has a really dodgy thing on their um website but anyway that's another story but (laughs) apart apart from from valentus yeah apart from valentus i have never seen an mlm that physically states you must buy stock but what people don't realise is, is like what you said about people, they really want the community, especially in lockdown. So they buy it to keep their accounts open because they don't want to be thrown out their group chat because that's the only people they're speaking to at the minute. Oh, that's so sad. That's yeah, so, so sad. They, yeah, they literally buy stuff to keep their accounts open. Uh-huh. You know, and that that's what happens. And... Also, it's encouraged, you know, um, oh, you know, your foundation's only going to work if you have the right primer. You've got to have this primer. And, I mean, these things aren't cheap, like £30 foundation, £30 primer. People just don't have the money. No. They're not easy to sell. No. I mean, there is a, that's a whole other episode in its own, the prices of the mm. um, products in majority of MLMs. They're mm. all ridiculously expensive, and there's reasons for that. So that's another episode, I'm sure. Um, oh, yeah. Definitely. But I guess, as well, I wanted to talk about the... There's nobody really regulating it in this country, is there? There's not really no. a regular... Reg, oh, don't even try it. There's no body in this <laughs> country that is 
no, you can't do that. Or no, that's like the uh, FTC in America. <laughs> they are very involved in multi-level marketing and the potential mm. pyramid scheme behavior because you can complain to them right people like us can see yeah. something and just say oh that don't look right they shouldn't be telling people this essential oil cures cancer will will complain no. but we don't have anything like that no so it's kind of free reign mm. i mean to be honest with you which is why it's so important that the uk step forward is I don't even think enough people in the United Kingdom actually know what MLM is. No. Like, I mean, I did the thing in the group and um, I said to people, you know, um, did you actually know what it was? No. I mean, I didn't when I got in. If I, if I knew Unique was MLM, I didn't even know what MLM was. I was, I was, I mean, when I was sold new skin, and I was telling you that I came home to my partner and he was like, yeah, it's a pyramid scheme. I was like, it's actually multi-level yeah. marketing, actually. Drawing him out, the, you know, like if I have three people to me and then they yeah. have three, and then he drew, literally, literally drew like, the pyramid. Office, like the, have you seen the office episode, the American office where it's, uh, no. where he joins a pyramid scheme oh and he literally gosh. just draws a triangle around the outside of it. And he was like, yeah, it's a, I was like, no, it's similar shape but it's nothing like it's a triangle actually pyramid (laughs) pyramid schemes are illegal so it can't be but yeah that's that's you i think they're very open in saying multi-level marketing you know it's a good thing and it's the future and you see all the i know now i watch a lot of anti-mlm content on youtube Mm. i get a lot of bloody adverts on youtube Mm. teaching you how to be good at multi-level marketing which is really annoying um but you know they they tell you i think they're quite open and tell you what multi-level marketing is now and they tell you it's the future Mm. and um i think in the uk we use network marketing a lot more don't we network marketing yeah yeah you know and i i honestly don't believe that enough people know what it is I think people are kind of at the point they're a bit like, oh, you know, them like annoying Avon ladies. Uh-huh. But they, they don't truly understand like what the business model is, let alone like all of these, you know, I, I feel like for the UK, the first step would even be getting somewhere where we could actually complain to. Mm-hmm. Because we have nowhere, like literally yeah. they've got free reign over the United Kingdom to do whatever they want. And to me, it's systematic abuse. Yes. It really is. Nobody's re- like I was talking about the, the, you know, those essential oil sellers, they're crazy. Mm. The, the, yeah. you know, they, they, the claims, they the health claims people make, you know, people are yeah. turning down treatment for serious conditions mm. and illnesses to use yeah, a bit of the people, to lavender, put lavender in your water and drink it. What? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and there's nobody down yeah. chemotherapy. Like, uh-huh. hello guys, this this needs to be spoken about. I mean, there is the so when I was looking into this, there is the direct selling association, but they're heavily mm. in favour of yeah. MLMs. And I think the people who are on the, I mean, I don't know for sure because I need to look more into that. But I'm pretty, pretty sure that uh, the people at the top, at the DSA, 
are MLM owners or high up in the corporate side of the MLMs. You know, they are, yeah. it's obvious they all pay to be members because you go on there mm. who are our members and at least every, every, let me see if I can get it up actually, every MLM there is just about. Yeah, and the, the DSA, I think a lot of people don't realise that the DSA is literally there to protect yeah. network marketing companies. Yeah. So how how is that, you know, a fair Oh, they they it says their headquarters is in Washington. Yeah. Know, even though it's a UK website, but their actual main headquarters. Mm. Yeah. Member directory. Oh gosh. There'll be loads. I, oh, I know Amway, Avon, Doterra, Forever. Oh, that's the aloe vera one, isn't it? Yeah. Juice Plus. New Skin, Mary Kay, Monet, Sensi. Some of these I've never heard. There's loads more, but some of them I've never heard of. Unique's mm. on there. Mm-hmm. Your, your favourite, they're on there. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! Well, that's what I mean. That, that You can look, go online and look for support in terms of what to do yeah. about it and the dsa will come up in your searches somewhere there's a and there's this free reign in this country and yeah. it's scary yeah like it's like oh i need help getting out of an mlm go to the dsa they'll put you in another one <laughs> you know it's like what <laughs> like you you don't like your mascara that's okay we'll put some essential oil on your eyelashes you can yeah. just move over like yeah. no it's so crazy oh my gosh oh my gosh and hopefully this is something that the UK can stand up fight the power I think that um in in terms of the United Kingdom that is our first battle yep is at least getting somewhere we can complain to because I feel like unless there is somewhere where we can complain, nobody is going to see the true level of abuse. Mm -mm. Did you ever get any, like, um, when, so when you were in Unique, did you ever get any complaints come through, like from the head office? You know what I'm trying to say? Like the, did anybody ever complain about anything and it was brought back down to you i know you said that your facebook page you'd get in trouble for for swearing and stuff yeah that was other reps reporting me constantly oh so Um, that was internal it wasn't really there's no way for any customers to no they get they get really crazy like (laughs) i remember i was doing a live video and i was using another mascara and i wear false eyelashes a lot and they were like these unique reps would all come on and they were like i used to like you laura but now you use false eyelashes you don't need false eyelashes you have 4d mascara and i was like (laughs) they look nothing like false eyelashes off you go to block island and i just used to block because honestly they would just come in and be like laura you are a traitor and like honestly the language wearing false eyelashes. yeah and then one time oh my god i sound like that one time at band camp. <laughs> <laughs> one time i used a huda beauty palette and i was just there and i was chilling and i was having a laugh doing my eyeshadow and they come in oh 
why are you not using unique products? I used to like you. I used to follow you. But how can you not? Do you not like unique anymore? Like, actually, I was just literally using an eyeshadow palette. Like, anything you do. Like. <laughs> yeah, anything you do is so twisted. It's just insane. And you're just, like, literally, like... I got like capital punishment for wearing false eyelashes. <laughs> capital punishment. <laughs> yeah, I was like, kill her, kill her. <laughs> Honestly, this is what it's like. <laughs> this is how it sends them. And I know that you get um, a lot of stick. Um, yeah your youtube channel too from people who are still in mlms oh yeah i'm uh, like marmite they i think they love to hate me yeah i think they secretly love me well <laughs> and we <laughs> i have to like laugh sorry guys oh, I can't i'd rather you laugh it's funny because i'm saying like what <laughs> did she just say <laughs> um yeah i mean the 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 level they they go to to defend mm. themselves isn't normal oh either oh my gosh yes yeah, so currently now i have um because i've come back on facebook just literally not even for like anti mlm content mm. just for fun um so now that I'm back on, um, unique presenters make fake accounts about me um, and they pretend to be me to find out stuff about me. And I'm like, the thing is, if you win, Wait, why would they why would they well, pretend to be you to find out stuff about you? Well, it's really weird because they want to <laughs> see who I'm speaking to. But the thing is, like, even if you just inbox me and you're like, hi, Laura, like, I want to know this about you. I tell them you don't need to go. Yeah. And you're you. YouTube channel you do literally post everything like you are not yeah. shy in terms of what you say or you know no. it's out there for them to find out <laughs> so it's yeah not like, like they need it, to do if that. you want to know what size bra I wear I'm gonna tell you like <laughs> you don't need to do a thing and then oh my gosh they're just insane like I had one come on and she was like you're just so angry because like you've got a serious cocaine problem and oh. like all your children have been taken off of you and I was like how's that going you, you yeah like <laughs> we're good here like <laughs> you know and everyone's like literally just jaw dropped like it's what? not normal behavior no it's not like one if I did I'm literally calling the person that would just say Two, even if I did, like, where does that become okay to literally shame someone? Like, at the end of the day, everyone goes through stuff in their life. Like, uh -huh. you know, even if someone did have their children taken, you'd have no idea the story behind that. Like, no. of course, there are people out there that, like, do these horrible things. But there's also people that have been through, like, really abusive marriages. You know, you don't know. They just honestly, like, this is another thing that really irritates me about it and, like, the cult mentality. At the end of the day, there is nobody on this planet, in, out, whatever, that can say you're an angel. We all make mistakes. We all say things wrong. 
but like this pedestal of like woman superior that they put themselves on mm-hmm. you know at, like they sort of hide behind the caroline flack be kind thing yeah you know when the reality is is that behind the scenes for people that just don't agree with them they are literally the most ferocious vicious people ever it's insanity to me I've never wanted to defend a company I've worked for that badly and you know something now I think about it (laughs) I worked back when I was at well when I was in uni I worked at Tesco when the whole horse meat thing happened (laughs) yeah oh my god (laughs) wasn't it Iceland as well I think I'm not sure. I know. I know the whole meatball gate happened when I worked there, but I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't attacking people on Facebook. How dare you? No. Like imagine. <laughs> you know, like... Imagine being in McDonald's and like your job is to do the burgers, uh-huh. and somebody like literally put on like I don't know Instagram like oh I've just been in McDonald's and that cheeseburger was literally disgusting, like. Uh-huh. You would never go in and go, look, you raging cokehead. Like, why are you so angry? <laughs> like, what? You know, it just doesn't happen anywhere else. You raging you know, cokehead. How exactly. Like, you you have a problem with my cheese. You're just a hater. You're so jealous of me. Like, no one is jealous of your cheese, mate. No. You know, <laughs> like, it's, it's insane. It, oh, I just don't even know. And you... The thing is, like, I don't think people understand, like, how much hatred people who speak out go through. And I'm literally at the point now, like, I have to laugh or I cry. Yeah. Because it's so insane, the things they say to me. And sometimes it's hard, isn't it? You know, it's hard to, like, especially, you know, I've seen, I've not done anything on a public platform yet. So I've not experienced it for myself or, you know, but. I read what other people have received and oh they've racially abused my husband really yeah they've called him a fat n bastard yeah for you not wanting to agree with the all because I said that the unique business structure is basically shit yeah that that warranted in their mind this disgusting thing to say and by the way my husband is a private person uh-huh. he doesn't do any content with me no he is a completely private person yeah but I think that that is part of the cult as well like I I think they know like with me that you can call me ugly because they've done that a million times you can call me whatever you want I'm at the point like doesn't bother me too much of course I am a normal human sometimes Mm -hmm. it's a lot but I think they know as well that for most people if you go for the family side of it that's when they're going to really hurt you like and that's what bothers me so much like they're not just like a flyaway comment they go in with the intent to fully destroy you yeah this is what's crazy like who would come after five children and like an innocent man it's insane. Protecting he, their business. It's not even their business. It's not no, even their business. Exactly. <laughs> it's not even your business that you're doing this for, you know? No. It's worrying. But again, that's something we need to 
highlight mm. and I'm hoping to do you know I, I've asked for a few um in the Facebook groups which we'll talk about in a bit as well but there's mm. I've asked for people to submit their horror stories and their experiences and a lot of people have amazing because horror stories I know a lot of people they're just like oh it's just reading a horror story it's mm-hmm. really not like I literally had a lady from the United States send me handmade bracelets and a handwritten letter I saw that way. in your life yeah from the United States just because I read her story and gave her a voice because she didn't oh. feel that she could do it herself like these people feel so trapped yeah like, and people want to speak out about it they, but they do. can't because of what like the hate you've experienced and the they're abuse so you've got to get it they, they don't want that yeah no they're so frightened because it is hard like I mean and I'm quite a strong person and I have to have times off sometimes because otherwise I would just lose my mind well I think anybody would I don't think that's mm. that's much to ask for either to be fair but you know a bit of time no. to process what people say to you but mm. it makes you speechless it really does it really it really does you know and people are so grateful for them and also they're a great tool for making people that are in uh-huh. see because the stories a lot of the time are so similar so they're like yeah. oh my gosh that's like me talking mm-hmm. that's mm. uh, like oh that happened to me that happened to me I had the same experience totally crazy so I was thinking that I can um should we read one out now a horror story I got emailed in this one yeah isn't unique though this is body shop at home which to be fair I didn't know was an MLM until about a year ago (laughs) until I started looking into the different MLMs and I think lockdown one I went down a, the biggest rabbit hole ever. We've had, content. Um, oh yeah, we've had actually, it's good that you're doing that one because we've had a massive influx of people leaving the body shop at home, haven't we, in the group? Yeah, in the Facebook group, yep. Yeah. Whereas, and I think this is this is where shit, well, the live you did in the group and gave out the email address, um, which I will put in the, I think even on podcast, you get the... Um, bottom bar thing don't you so I'll put all the yeah. stuff in there but um I was very shocked slash borderline upset that they were at MLM because I do mm. like somebody shop products but will mm. now refuse to buy them yeah um so this lady's name's Jennifer um she said we can use her first name in the podcast um so I joined the body shop back in January 2020 so fairly still fairly recent just as you were coming out Mm. or just before you were coming out of unique um Mm. two months before the birth of my daughter I thought I'd try and give it a go as I like the products I actually asked to join rather than someone approaching me I thought 220 pounds worth of stuff for 39 pounds what a bargain um I'm assuming that's like a starter kit you can buy them yeah I guess yeah um and then she follows up with oh how very naive I was the body shop got an area manager to contact me. I was excited. She set up my account for me. I actually never signed anything. She took care of everything. All I had to do was give her my details on consent. I never saw a contract. 
surely that's wow. not right no. no I don't think that is right at all <laughs> that's that I mean that's bad um yeah anyway I didn't do very well in my first two months before I had the baby then a month after she was born I got told that I needed to put 150 pounds worth of sales on the system or the body shop would close my account down I thought mm. oh crap I'll try and give this a go I started to amazingly sell stuff and I sort of put it in my own orders so oh oh sorry put in her own orders so for herself I guess and managed to pull through I was safe for three months the next month I had one of my friends join who was still working in the pandemic she joined managed to get 600 pounds worth of sales from family and friends at work wow. she left. I know that's a lot isn't it but yeah. she um but she left after that as she had so many problems trying to do this one big order Lots of stuff went out of stock. She had orders for different flavours of body yogurts and that had all sold out. So sent her 10 of the same that she never asked for. Mm-hmm. DPD only delivered half of the order. The other was missing. There was a complete cock up with her order. Uh, she had to give a lot of refunds and, and was stressful. I ended up buying all the body yogurts off her because I felt bad for her. Very similar to that experience that I said, see. That's what I was about to say with the Spray Foundation. Yeah. Um, The next month, I had one of my friends join. Now I'm rereading the same bit. (laughs) Hang on. Um, She left after that, as she said, it was awful. However, my manager assured me that we were in a pandemic and this is not normal. So I carried on. So in September 2020, my good friend joins my team. Um, she previously done unique, but also lost a job in the entertainment industry as a singer due to COVID. She joins my team, and in her in her first order, um, in the first month was about a grand. Wow, wow! This girl knows her stuff, and she has a lot of connections, etc. Uh, I also have a th- three other people in my team, and my group sales. We're nearly at three and a half grand mark. I struggle. I don't have any connections like that. I'm a stay-at-home mum. And that's another thing, isn't it, that they tell you? Yeah. That, you know, you don't need a big following. You don't need... You do. You really do. You do. Yeah. That Uh, was the only reason I did well. Because of the following. Yeah, and I've got... I know a lot of people. Mm -hmm. My area manager contacts me and says... Uh, now that your friend's on her team um I could promote as an area manager I would get a wage each month etc this would be an amazing yeah amazing opportunity for me and I should do it so I thought I'd give it a go anyway end of the month comes it's Halloween I have three excited hyper happy kids uh I'm trying my hardest to get orders in the system it keeps crashing my manager is on my case big time kind of what you said about you need to be a bit heartless and a bit ruthless with people you do at a high yeah. level um I need two more people on my team to join so I qualify she sets up her own daughter under me and puts 150 oh pounds worth of sales <gasps> on the system See. She then tells me to add my husband and put £150 on the system for him. As I'll be getting a wage, I thought I would get the money back. I also had to purchase the kit. (laughs) So I pay £200. Now I need to sort my personal sales. I had already done £300. I needed to find another £300. So I would put on this huge £150 raffle. We get 
we get it full. We asked all of my customer group and my uplines customer group and also all the girls in the team. I couldn't believe how helpful my manager was being for me. Anyway, we did it, but my God, it was stressful. Then mm. I find out my upline gets a huge, massive shout out from the regional manager. Well done. I'll blank the name out. I won't say that. I nearly read the name. You have now qualified <laughs> as a senior area manager and your pay has just doubled. It dawned on me oh. why she was so desperate to promote me. It meant mm. she would get promoted. Mm. Now the next month comes in and I'm thinking, oh, I should see my money back now. I asked her when we get paid. She said, normally the middle of the month. However, you need to qualify again this month. Oh. Then you will get paid next month. What? Mm. This is this is, this gets more outrageous as it goes on, doesn't it? It's insane. Um, my jaw drops, so I don't get paid for what I did last month off my team. And she said, oh, no, hon, you have to do this for two rolling months, so you need to do it again. Thankfully, oh. my team did, but I struggled, so I had to put another £350 of my own money in so I could at least get a £100 bonus for promoting out, plus the 6% in team sales. Insane. I was having to do this every month. Wow. My girl was trying to build a team. I was struggling getting consultants. I started to get a few more new girls. <clears throat> anyway, let's talk about how I left. This is funny. Now I've never been one to hold my mouth if I see something wrong. There was a girl on my manager's team. She contacted me in the summer asking me for my virtual conference ticket codes. I guess because of COVID, they weren't doing them in... Mm. Um, at the time the system was really playing up and they sent everyone a new code she texted me just as they sent me mine so I thought she had paid her idea of telling me that she hadn't was a winking emoji her message to me was hi Jen can I use your login codes and then a wink face I said of course I didn't even think of her not paying I then get a message asking if I'd given her my codes I said yes my upline says I can get into trouble as she had asked all of the other girls in the other team chat first. I wasn't in that one. I wasn't directly from her team. She was a girl from my area manager's downline. Anyway, they had all told her no. She said she hadn't got her universal credits in, so couldn't get a ticket. This woman never apologised to me. Anyway, fast universal forward to... credit going on convention tickets as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, was, I didn't Insane. want to... Uh, pay, yeah. It's um, and that, crazy. that's not a judgment on the person. No, because that that's a classic example of how they manipulate you into things. Like these girls are being told to use your universal credit, and if you're from the United States and you're not sure what that is, that is a benefit that is paid out mm -hmm. to help people on a lower income. Yeah. So that would be like your only income because with universal credit, a lot of people's rent is put in that as well. I don't know what um, what the levels are you need to qualify for universal credit, to be fair. No, but I know that with it's like now it's like one big payment, isn't it? So you yeah. often have your rent put in mm -hmm. with everything else. So that that's you know what they they're they're telling these people that are clearly in a vulnerable position because they're needing help right now to spend that money they're given to help them. It's scary, Disgusting. and you'd think, and and I'd imagine they probably didn't lower the price tickets either. No, with it being COVID and being at home, you'd probably still pay 
a fair you could go to a concert or two for these prices of these tickets oh, convention tickets are normally about 200 pounds wow yeah that's what i'm saying like it's insane wow um i'll yeah. just read this last bit for you um anyway fast forward to now and i've once been in her customer group and she does about five raffles a day to get her sales this is not allowed that's um i think <laughs> i've got this planned for another episode actually regarding mm. raffles and the finances behind them and i think i've written down that you're gonna do it with me again <laughs> oh okay further down the line. <laughs> you're gonna be like a semi-regular co-host I need to buy myself a new bedroom chair so I can just sit here and I'll bring tea next time. Yeah. They'll probably hear me slurping away. Through I the know, if you don't know, I keep muting my mic every time I take a, t- a sip of my tea. Um, my girls always ask how she does it and I tell them that I can't discuss how she does her sales as she's not meant to sell this way. One girl in the chat posts about how bad her sales are. She's only sold three products this month. This girl then messages back, says she sold 1,200 already. Me being me, I already hate this girl. I comment underneath saying how insensitive it was. Mm. It then starts a row on the chat. My upline was out driving at 9pm delivering gifts and orders to people at the time. And this girl was being just vile. She was warned to stop. I decided I would leave the chat. I understood my upline was going to be pissed off at me for for starting it. I did apologise, but I already had enough of her. I don't think she had anything to apologise for. No. (laughs) I agree, that was insensitive. Very insensitive. And she knew I already had girls in my team feeling overwhelmed um, and wanting to give up because they felt no good. My manager knew this. She then removes me herself for, um, for the chat she was in. Um, and I decided I'd had enough. I post in the group that I've decided I no longer w- wish to do body shop anymore. My friend mm. um, asks, and I state too many bitches jokingly. I did edit the comment. I said just one bitch to be exact. Anyway, my manager oh. messaged me. <laughs> my manager messaged oh. me a really crappy message that I'm calling her a bitch, etc., etc. I wanted. Oh my gosh. Oh, and that I wanted her to crash her car with her kids in. What? Oh, this is, and she put, I didn't know she was driving at the time. So her so her manager accused her of wanting to crash, make her crash okay. her car by starting the argument in the first place. What I was saying about, like, literally, if you told someone you didn't like their jacket. Yeah. Then they make up all these things she said. Classic example. And borderline gaslighting behaviour. Oh, definitely. That is extreme gaslighting. Um, she th- um, she thought I was her friend. How I've shown my true colours. I shall um, email you screenshots of conversations so you can see, but this is my experience and it's been awful. And she did send them through all of the um, the proof of the... There's a lot, though, and I mean a lot. Um, all of the proof of these arguments actually happening. Um, yeah. I'll see if there's any that are easy enough to pick out without you know going revealing anything that might put her at risk um so we can post mm. but there is a lot of screenshots about all of this i'm going to forward yeah. you this email i'm sure she won't mind but yeah yeah um i i have got um a few ladies from the body shop at home that have sent me stories i think this could be one of them oh okay is it yeah, sound similar I, 
Yeah, well, I kind of browse through um, and I have set days where I answer my long emails, obviously, because mm-hmm. my children are insane. Um, but I'm pretty sure this is. But th- th- this is a classic example of the behaviour. Yeah. You um, wouldn't she, behave like this anywhere else. Some of these screenshots as well. She said the girls in her team sent her um, after she'd left. Um mm. So they were talking about her even after she'd gone. She's not even there to abuse, and she's they've they're mm. still sending them. She mm. did add on the end, thank God for my husband because I went into complete panic mode, crying, thinking my marriage mm. was going to be over because he wanted to check how much money I owed and what I spent. Bless his heart, mm. he was so unbelievably kind to me. We worked out in the past four months, oh, uh, spent over fifteen hundred pounds on body <gasps> shop. We'd had a baby in lockdown. He runs his own business that he might have to fold. We're having to sell our home. So our situation was dire. I feel like a fool for even thinking I could get rich doing this and make a living from it. My husband is just happy to have... I know, it's it's horrible, isn't it? My husband is just happy to have his wife back because I was just so stressed all the time, worried about hitting targets and obsessed with my phone. Um, He could see it was making me mentally ill. He was worried as he would see me go on Zoom uh, with my regional manager. And he said listening to her was like I was being brainwashed by some Mm. cult. He said this woman never took a breath when she spoke. He was just hoping that one day someone would uh, piss me off and I would storm out. And that's exactly what I did. I hate unfairness. I hate seeing people being victims. But I never see myself as one. How sad. I just hope people hear my story and think again before signing up. I'm still I'm still so raw and feel so mugged off and like I've let my family and everyone I love down. I feel like I've missed my baby's first year and I'll never get that back. That's so sad. Oh, I totally understand that last statement of what she just said. With the I don't have any children, so I can't um that that's the one thing that eats me alive to this day. The amount of time you spent in an MLM and Four what you could years. have spent with children. You mean? Mm. Mm. That's the hardest thing for me. And also what stuck out to me about that story is the fact that she just had a baby. Mm-hmm. So she was already emotionally vulnerable because yeah. you are when you've just given birth your hormones are everywhere yeah well she started a couple of months before she was due to give birth yeah and then all so of this happened after she had for her husband oh yeah oh yeah i mean imagine if it went on any longer they could have spent even more money but mm. that's not an unusual story that's no. a, that's you know 1500 pounds you think geez wow mm. that's not unusual you know, people no, can not. be in these companies for years and they're still having to buy to keep themselves promoted. You don't see yeah. that on the social media sites, though, do no. you? You don't no. see, oh, I didn't sell enough this month, so I've had to buy extra for myself just to make no. sure I get my, I hit my levels. Exactly. They're not going to post that. No, they don't. And they advertise it as a job. It's not a job. It's not a job. I think you hit on some amazing points here about we have like nowhere to report this to. Nope. And all the evidence and it, of this screen, the screenshots and everything. Mm, 
nobody should be treated like that and this is why no. this podcast has been born <laughs> yeah um, and officially if this was any other place there, there'd be unions that you could of course to. i mean There's even nothing. even independent contractors you know mm. they don't have they, they have a lot more employment rights than people do who work in mlms and downlines they have nowhere to go no there, there's um something called the juice um and it's called the slave cycle that's oh, pretty yeah. much what it is yeah the cycle of you know just bodies being constantly uh-huh. bought in working for nothing it's insane mm. so that is a, a if she's listening to this i want her to know that she's not alone and that this is a normal occurrence for people who've been in MLMs. Yes. No I'm shame. So to happy feel you're not in it anymore. Really proud of you and even more proud for speaking out because mm-hmm. a lot of people they feel so much shame, they run away. Yeah. But there is no shame to feel. You are one of many and you've got a big support network. And this is why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. It totally is. Um well, just before we end then, I don't want to end on a sad note um, because that was quite a heavy story, but that's the reality. Yeah. And I yeah. just wanted to put that in. Um, yes, it's important. So the next, well, I'm I'm recording tomorrow, but I, th- I guess it will come out the week after this episode um, with Hattie Rowe. You know, the TikTok. Oh, love Hattie. Yeah. Hattie is a legend. She is a legend. Um, <laughs> she kindly agreed to bring her in travel expertise on the next time. Amazing. And this is something that really scares me about the coming out of the, you know, lockdown, the mm. travel boom um, that's mm. coming. They all call it, they all refer to it as a travel boom that's coming and why you should sign up so she's going to bring uh, all of her research she's done on her tiktok videos to the next one um, amazing got lots of cool episode ideas lined up some vacant spots for recording cough cough laura write <laughs> <laughs> me in i'll be fine yeah. you me i know I, I know you'd really enjoy recording an episode about cults yes that's, that's <laughs> and i've Look got him hey. yes <laughs> nearly came through the screen but um you know i've got your name in brackets next to episode number cults Laura does just tell me, <laughs> yeah just tell me whenever you want me if they can put up with me yeah I'm sure they will um I'm gonna link your YouTube down below and oh, I don't know if you, you want anybody directing anywhere else I know you're kind of a underground um what's the word you know you're not on loads of social medias you're not into loads of social no. medias I've Which only, I um, a bad thing. No, um, I do it for my own sanity, if I'm honest. Mm. Um, so I've got my YouTube, which is just my name, Laura yep. Elizabeth Dos Santos. Um, and then the Facebook, it's not really anti-MLM, but if no. anyone just wants a bit of fun, um, or you could be coming out of a makeup um, 
MLM and you want some cheap products, you know, sort of just have a bit of a chat and a laugh, then mm-hmm. it's mermaid makeup, mumming and mischief. I love that name. Yeah. Well, my original um, unique page was mermaid mumming and makeup. So I put the mischief in like, haha. <laughs> Good idea. You've got you to step, you step it away from the past. you got to add something yeah. new. So that's a good idea. A, a, a progression of life. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll link both of those. We've also got the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Hey, hon. Hashtag ban the scam. Yeah. I love that page. I spend more time on that Facebook page than I should <laughs> it's it's brilliant what what it's done for people is mm-hmm. insane I mean we we've now got loads of men coming in yes and I noticed it, it's that amazing yes, I think I was reading that at silly o'clock this morning when I was up but there's been a few yeah. men join the group and I've seen stories of men uh joining who you know they've split up with their wives have yeah. divorces because of MLMs and they've come I mean, into the groups We've we've got um you know fathers who are saying oh my gosh my child's mother's got involved you know yeah yeah it's incredible it's so good know. um spreading the awareness because you don't normally see a lot of M- M- men in MLMs so it's nice for them to yeah definitely I think there's definitely um, MLMs which do target more men they're more like the Bitcoin and yeah things the like forex. That. Um, and I know yeah. nothing about those MLMs. I must admit, no, I, I, I really struggle to get to grips with them because yeah. I don't understand the anything to do with stocks and shares and things like that. I've yeah. got no concept. <laughs> so I Me think it's well. harder. And that's probably how they get you, to be fair. You know, I'll teach you how to do this. I'll teach yeah, you. Yeah, you think you're like learning something. Mm-hmm. We should try and get somebody on here who can... Oh, it'd be amazing. Yeah. Uh, any any men, we'd love to hear from you. Reach out. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I'm also going to put this on YouTube as well for people who don't use the podcast platforms. Amazing. Yeah, so it's exciting. It is. I feel quite honoured. No, thank you for doing this. Uh huh. I didn't want. I I didn't want it to be like a formal me interviewing you. You know, that's something I want to avoid with this because it makes it seem a lot more Mm. scary or you know to people to think oh my god I'll never be able to do anything like formal interview like that like I don't want it to be at all I want it to be a more relaxed and people can listen and laugh along um Mm -hmm. um our embarrassments (laughs) yeah along with us also it gets rid of the shame like you know, guys, don't um, be scared to laugh at yourself. Um, no. You know, the only way to move forward with lies is laugh at yourself. I mean, we've all been there. I, I mean, I've done videos where I've showed you some of the things I posted. I could run and hide down for a rock. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's important to know that life continues and there is life after MLM and it's extremely hard at first and it is a road it's a journey you're going to have some days where you want to pull your hair out other days you're feeling quite all right but it's important that you keep going forward because you're not MLM you are a person you are the name that you were born with that is you yeah oh yeah exactly wow so keep going forward because you can do it mm-hmm. we can all do it We'll get there. Yeah, we'll have together. We're gonna we have, rise, as the MLM say. 
we rise? <laughs> um, there's so many motivational quotes. I'm going to list them. That'll be on a whole other episode. Yeah. But, um, thank you for joining me. Thank you for Thank you for me. pushing me to start this podcast because people won't know that. But Laura's the reason I have. It was an idea that was going to stay an idea until we no, spoke but... on the phone. And now it's a thing. Yeah, but you did it. I only cheered you on. You did yeah, it. Yeah, I think I needed it. I think I needed a cheering on. But yeah. Together, this is perfect. We, we rise. rise. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord, you're funny. I'll um, I'll stop. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the first ever episode. Uh, playing it back, I realised just how nervous I was as well. Lots of um, and repeating myself. <laughs> Join me next time where Hattie will be sitting down with me and talking about all things in teletravel. Uh, don't forget to check the description box below for all the socials you can join us on and please subscribe if you enjoyed. So yeah, thank you and see you next time.